listening to the First Step Podcast with your host, Jalisa Jun. A new episode starts right now. Find your tribe. It's a phrase we know all too well because we've heard it time and time again from every social media guru, influencer, blogger, whoever on the internet. But what exactly does that phrase mean for us who own businesses and why do we even need to find our tribe in the first place? Well, in today's episode on the First Step podcast, we'll discuss the first step to defining, building, attracting, and growing your tribe. In high school, we called them cliques. In college, they became our homies or our peoples. Some of us even refer to them as our ride or die. But whatever term you use to refer to your squad, they all essentially point to the same thing. A tribe. Now, a tribe is a group of persons who share similar interests, speak the same language, enjoy the same activities, and who are there for each other. This whole idea of tribes is not something new though. In fact, we all naturally exist in tribes. Our family is a tribe, our community is a tribe, even our favorite sports team is a tribe. According to dictionary.com, a tribe is a social division in a traditional society consisting of families or communities linked by social, economic, religious, or blood ties, with a common culture and dialect, typically having a recognized leader. Today, tribes have taken on additional meanings to include our online connections, who create, communicate, and engage with each other to discuss common issues, interests, and pursue common goals. Having an online community or tribe for your brand is important to overall business success because consumers spend a large percentage of their time consuming content, creating content, interacting on the internet, and exchanging information with their friends via email, messenger, and whatever new platforms. In addition, one of the major advantages of having a tribe is free electronic word of mouth, which is basically word of mouth via the internet, and of course, brand advocacy. According to recent studies, word of mouth is 30 times more influential than traditional media marketing. That means word of mouth is more influential than any Instagram ad, any Facebook ad, any billboard we could rent, any newspaper ad we can place, word of mouth trumps them all. And this comes as no surprise to me because I've always been saying that people trust people. If you follow me on social media, you've probably heard me say this a couple times now. And it's true. If we have a community of people who love our brand, who resonate with our messages, and who use our products, we may never have to run a single ad again because they'll do all the promoting for us. (laughs) Now that's to say we exist in a perfect world, right? 
As an entrepreneur or business owner, one of our main goals for using social media should be to create a space for our community to congregate, communicate, and thrive. A great way to do this is to use our social networking accounts as a community hub. That means our profile is not simply a place to push products, but to host our tribe, to engage our tribe, to communicate with our tribe, to have one-on-one discussions with every member in our tribe. Now, I want you guys to note something, so let's pause for a second, okay? I said that a great way to use our social networking account is as a host or as a hub for our community or tribe. That's not to say we want all of the focus to be on these social networking sites because eventually we would want to take our community someplace else like our own website or on our blog or in a space that we own. We do not own our Facebook pages, unfortunately. We do not even own our Instagram accounts. So yes, it is great to build your community on social media, but understand that eventually we would want to move them over to someplace that is ours, whether that be an email list or our own website. I just wanted to make that clear. Okay, so now let's continue and dive deeper into just how we should go about building an online community. First of all, assuming that you already have an idea for the type of community you want to build, your next step would be to do some research. I want to stress though that your community could be about anything related to your scope of business. So for example, if you sell books, Your community could be persons who love reading books, obviously. (laughs) If you sell stationery, your community could be persons who love to write in journals or diaries or anything along those lines. Regardless of what you sell, whether it be fitness equipment, food, relationship advice, or you're a religious leader, you can have an online community about anything once it's related to your scope of work. So great. Once you have that idea for your community, the next step would be to identify the best platform to build your community on. So if you've realized from your research that the potential community members that you want for your tribe they use Facebook more than any other social networking platform, then you should build your community on Facebook groups. Um, Similarly, if your members use Instagram, use your Instagram account to host your community. Remember, eventually you're going to want to take these members to your email list or to your blog, but you can start the process of building your community or attracting members on any of these platforms. You can even use LinkedIn groups if your members are more of like professional types. Even your YouTube page can be used to build a community. YouTube has some really cool, um, what do you call it? They launched some pretty cool new features recently that is all about building communities. So look at that. You can even use YouTube. So after you've found 
this platform that you're going to start building your community on, the next step, which is very, very important, so pay attention now, is to join an existing community and listen. I'm going to say that again. You want to join an existing community that is similar to the one that you're trying to build. And your job in this community is to just listen to what is happening. You're doing research. For at least a month, you want to join a community and engage to find out what are the common concerns that members share, what questions they have that they can't find the answers to, what types of content they engage with the most, how they communicate, what are the slangs that they have, who are the key persons of influence or the thought leaders or the gatekeepers. With all of this new insight that you gather from being a member of a community, you can start creating content that addresses the common concerns of those you are targeting. Start posting your content on your social media account, whether it be in your Facebook group or your LinkedIn group or on your YouTube page or on your Instagram page. Start posting your content and get key persons of influence to endorse it for you. Now, this is also important to note. So, while you would have been listening in in an existing community, you would have identified key persons of influence or thought leaders. Okay, so when you start posting your content now, you want to get those people to endorse your content for you. And you may be asking yourself, okay, well, how do I get those people to endorse my content? Now, it's really simple. All you have to do is get them to leave a comment or to share your content with their community or with their tribe. You do this by engaging with their content first, leaving thoughtful comments on their posts first, complimenting them on whatever insight or knowledge that they may have first, right? And you start building a relationship with these key people by just being a supportive fan or supportive member of their own tribe. And then, trust me guys, they will return the favor. Okay, so once you get these people to endorse your content, what happens is, because a lot of these platforms, if not all of them, their algorithm, here's what the algorithm does, right? So when someone engages with your content, your content shows up in the feed of their followers, of their tribe, of their community members. And that's exposure right there for you. Your reach will increase, your awareness will increase, and you will have, you know, been able to build a community of people that are already interested in your particular topic or whatever it is that you're talking about. So once you keep doing this and sharing and being valuable to your potential community members, your community should start to grow. Now, bear in mind that building a strong community requires a lot of sweat equity. It's not something that's going to happen overnight, but you should start building the foundation now. A good place to start right now, assuming you have your idea for your community, 
is to join an existing community and start getting ideas for content that you want to create, that you want to talk about in your own community. And that's it, guys. So I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I personally find this podcast was very insightful. I answered a lot of key questions like how do you build a community around your business, brand, or product, why we need communities, and what are the benefits of building an online community. If you have any further questions, don't forget to reach out to me at Jalisa John Company on Instagram. You just listened to the First Step Podcast with Jalisa John. New episodes there every Monday morning at 6 a.m.